0: Hey, Checkmates. It's Nate from Checkpoint Radio coming to you before the podcast. Uh, just very briefly, uh, we've got to acknowledge what happened in Florida, the tragic shooting that happened at the Madden tournament. This is not exactly the time or place to really get in to what happened. Um, But I want to invite all of you that listen to the podcast that listen to the radio show. We're going to have a special Twitch presentation, a special Twitch discussion about what happened in Florida. That's on August 27th. I know it's a pretty tight turnaround for anyone who who may be listening to this a couple of days later i'm sorry you you missed it you can check out our twitch archives at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio or check out our post over at CheckpointRadio.com, which is i'm sure up now but we are going to have a special discussion on our twitch channel about the events that happened in florida um we're going to have a big group therapy session um i i, I don't know about you but this has been pretty devastating to hear about and and pretty shaking um you know we have a wonderful community here with the esports community and to have something happen like this in our own backyard You know, it does take time. It takes distance and it takes reflection to really understand what's going on. And we're still grieving right now. So instead of trying to piece together all of the facts, we're going to have a special broadcast. Lines are open and we want to invite you to talk about how this makes you feel. Um, Join us. That's again, August 27th, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's over at our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Please join us. Please join in on the conversation. Um, I think that this is going to be an important one. The second thing I want to say is that I, I, I and I have to apologize. I, I legitimately have to apologize. I really wanted the show to uh, come out on Saturday. Uh, obviously, if you're a fan of the podcast, you know that we try to release all of our shows on Saturday. Uh, we recorded this Saturday night after the uh, the post show wrap up at Rocket League Universal Open. Um, We actually recorded this in the hotel room. So if it sounds a little bit different from the studio, that's why you might hear some air conditioning kick on in the background, maybe a couple of sirens uh, going by. Um, That's why we recorded it in the uh, in the hotel room. And uh, unfortunately, when when that's your recording, when that's your studio environment, you really can't control background noise as much as you'd like to. So without further ado, I'm going to shut up and uh, uh, present the latest episode of the Checkpoint Radio podcast. Again, please join us on August 27th at 9 p.m. for a special presentation about the Florida shooting at the Madden tournament. Uh, Again, that's at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. All right. Enjoy the show. Ready, that, go! This is the Checkpoint Radio
1: Podcast. Tune into our weekly radio show. For more information, go to CheckpointRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan.
2: Checkpoint reached.
0: Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint Radio Podcast, eSports and gaming radio. I want to thank everyone that has downloaded today's episode. I'm half... In my normal podcast uh, uh, mode, and half in, in like pre post show coverage mode. Uh, so here's something really cool. We're doing this episode of the Checkpoint Radio Podcast live for you from Boom Stamford. Hey, what up Twitch stream? How you guys doing? Yeah, that's right. We're out in Stamford, Connecticut right now for the Rocket League Universal Open, Here and in the Sh- lovely Stamford Sheraton
3: Hotel. Yes, not ex- said with sarcasm. Yeah, it really is exactly it's quite nice. It's no, nice. Uh,
0: you, you know any of you guys that uh, checked out any of our streams. From E3, I'm sure you're noticing, like, oh wow, dude, look at these digs. They're so much more improved, and they are.
3: So there's no pipes on the ceiling. I know, right? No exposed piping. Uh, they have a real lobby downstairs that like sells stuff that humans would consume. Yeah, you, you right? can eat there without feeling. I don't know, sick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we are here doing the podcast for you uh, on site at the Rocket League Universal Open. So if it sounds a little bit different, you know, we've got mics adjusting on tables and stuff. It's because we're not in our normal studio. Literally sitting on a bed with this mic. I know, right? With with a table stand mic. I'm sitting on a borrowed ottoman. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So it's very much sort of the DIY ethic that this show or at least the the origins of this show were founded on right guerrilla style. style exactly this does take us back yeah to the, to the early days setting up equipment and having to tear it down all the time like we, we hear from people
1: who uh like at nbc studios that we, we tell them you know how we do everything and they're like oh yeah recording out of the spare bedroom <laughs> yeah those were the early days and it's like our early days were even more weird than that man yeah
0: yeah we've been at this for 12 years and we're now still in the second bedroom so anyway <laughs> anyway uh so the second bedroom. that's
3: right yeah we moved up in the world to the second bedroom chubby chicken says that room looks like the same room they filmed snowden
2: as in edward Snowden? i think so wow i think so oh, kind of maybe knows, yeah. Yeah, i don't know bit. i didn't
0: i actually didn't see snowden so hmm. I wouldn't know. Anyway. Um, so, yes. Like I said, we are out here at the Rocket League Universal Open. Uh, hopefully, you've been checking out our pre and post game coverage. Uh, that's been live here on the channel at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. If you missed any of that, make sure to stay to- plugged into the channel because we're running reruns. Plus, we've got the videos on demand that you can check out. So there's plenty of ways for you guys to check out our coverage of the Rocket League Universal Open and, and tomorrow morning and to- Tomorrow morning, we're also going to be there as well doing uh, pre and post game coverage. So make sure you keep it locked here at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. But before we get into our podcast topic this week, uh, I just wanted to share with our podcast listeners uh, just some some basic thoughts about being here at the Rocket League Universal Open, because it, I mean, it's been very impressive. Oh, I forgot to mute my phone. Aww. Oh. well. It's
2: So far is that all the way back here?
1: It's right over there.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty far away.
1: Sorry, Rick, we can't talk now. Oh well.
0: Anyway, um so yeah, let's talk about being at the Rocket League Universal let, Open.
2: Let me let me just say this, right? As as a guy, Joe and I being the main sports guys. Yeah. There were plenty of moments where Joe and I would look at each other and have like a weird geek out moment because it's like we're in a we're in an epicenter, right? A nexus of sports, and we're just like
1: Ooh! right because we're not like not specific. Or in we're in NBC studios, but sp- specifically we're in NBC, NBC Sports, sports studio. That's, yes. that's where we literally are. You
3: know, the the there was a moment uh, uh, that 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 whether or not you all realized it, I know I talked to Joe about it, but but we were all part of this big discussion that was going on again in the middle of NBC Sports with about five other professionals not not necessarily, not not professional like athletes or anything just just american professionals right and, yeah. and for an hour Suits, if to you will. an hour and a half we were all geeking out about video games and i told joe imagine 5 years ago in that same building if someone were to walk into a room and catch two people talking about video games what the reaction to that would have been.
2: Well, it's it's stuff like this opens the floodgates for that type of rhetoric and it that does. type of energy mm-hmm. to to be present and then when they see the fervor that people have these discussions with, they see the validity in it. Because that's the problem is that a lot of times these types of discussions were relegated to corners of the internet and now or, or you know, in, in dorm rooms or in yeah. people's basements. Yeah. And now, you know, professionals like you said, Robbie, are having these conversations conversations Openly and geeking out about PUBG, geeking out about PUBG, yeah. and that's the thing is we're we're talking to the Rocket League people, we're talking right. to people from Cloud Nine, we're talking to people from NBC. We're all involved in the same conversations, and everybody is sort of kind of taking a split second to look at each other, going like, "Wow, this is cool, isn't it?"
1: This is we, all, this yeah. Is cool. Yeah, we literally had a moment where a guy sat in uh the room where we were all talking about video games and stuff get kind of into it and then like, man heck with this, I'm loading up PUBG. And he yeah. loaded up PUBG on his laptop and started playing. It,
0: it, it is really cool to just kind of be and exist in the middle of. Um, and and the thing is is that this has been a, a slightly different experience from us when we went out to uh, the Burbank Arena uh, for OWL. A massively different uh, uh, setting. Yep. Massively different uh, response emotionally, I think. And, and and I think you know, as much as I understand the Universal Opens decision to um, n- not have a a live studio audience. Uh, I do think that there is something about esports that that thrives off of having that live it, audience. It's
2: the community feeling, yeah. you know, it's that feeling of togetherness. As we were just talking about, what's something that's going to be memorable from us for for this trip? It, it is that community that sharing, you mm-hmm. know, in conversation, yeah. sharing in the moment. And I really do wish that there was a live audience, sort of, to share in those moments. Because as we're all sitting back watching the match, I mean, it's a galley, you know, a gallery of what 10 people at max most of them so, press yeah. and we're all on you know waiting with bated breath on every strike and every play in rocket league i can only imagine if that was even 50 people
3: oh well well norris i think you hit the nail on the head earlier today you know you you had sort of mentioned or or pointed out that that rocket league doesn't necessarily lose Anything from not having an audience, but if you add an audience into an esports, you definitely gain an yeah. advantage. Well, here's
1: the thing. What I've realized from this experience is the difference between when it's just me at home watching Rocket League versus when I had you know seven other people sitting in the studio with me. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's more that viewing it is a community experience. I actually am starting to question whether the value is in like the live action, the live audience, and the like, the applause and the cheer and everything. Sure, that's nice, but only if you're there. Like because when I hear that uh, that loud applause and cheering. At home watching, I'm like whatever. But, but it's not just in the, in the live viewing, though, right? Because again, you 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 got
3: similar responses even we were when we were just in the media room with other people, right? The point so whether watching it's watching it not by yourself, right? So whether it's live or whether you're with friends or whether you're at like a viewing party, like yeah. like like right now with the OWL All Stars coming out, I've been seeing all over Twitter every single team. Is setting up like like uh, uh, an official viewing party, selling right. tickets and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And if you can be at one of those viewing parties, that's going to be a well. Trip. I mean, it,
2: it's it's just like you know the yearly holiday that is the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's become this hugely you know the vast Super Bowl parties. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a holiday. It's a holiday. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday is a holiday. It is, and you know it. it, it I don't know if esports can necessarily get to a point to where something is on that level. People have the uh, passion culturally, for it. but the passion, you're right, mm-hmm. is there. And, and Joe, you're right. I think it's a lot less about viewing live, but more so about viewing collectively.
1: Yeah, yeah. You need to have someone there with you because, like those moments in uh, you know the Cloud Nine versus G two esports matchup that we watched today, it was the the. F- the fun almost of it was not just like you know seeing like the great moment, but then turning to the person next to you and be like, "Can you believe we just saw that? Yeah. that was insane! Like yeah. that's
0: what was cool about it." Yeah, absolutely, totally agree. Very fun though. I had a lot yeah. of fun, and here is the thing: is that in prepping for this, I, I felt.
2: Meanwhile, you were doubled over in pain. Majority of the day, <clears throat> I, I, I just
0: I had I had heartburn
2: his, today. His tum tum hurt. Yeah, my, I know. T- my tummy hurt. I am glad you are feeling better because I was well a thank worried.
0: thank Joe because he was the one who was able to track down some tums for. For me <laughs> oh, um anybody had a vending machine for that i know right well i mean in a p- complex that big i think you'd have to yeah, yeah. um it's just you know m- 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 i i didn't feel comfortable
1: enough to go walking around going oh where do i get tom <laughs> this, this is what this you want to take a guess all right so let's say we'll play a little game let's guess what's in the medicine vending machine at nbc studios okay obviously. aspirin 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 Tums. I- ibuprofen tom's benadryl yep. Uh, I did not see Benadryl. In really? Wow. That's surprising. It Although surprising. it
0: is Connecticut, so it, yeah. is, it is fairly okay, pleasant not around here. Yeah, yeah, you
1: yeah, haven't right. hit the number one on there, by the way excedrin migraine pill. Oh, migraine yeah. Left makes, and right. sense. Yeah.
0: makes sense You're high g- stress you were gonna surprise me if you said trojans
3: I was, you, why Dang, was i about to guess when, condoms when, when he asked us the first thing that popped into my head i'm like i want to say condom <laughs>
0: i was gonna say condoms <laughs> that's just that's not saying anything about nbc that's just saying that's well, just oh, our oh, own yeah, dirty yes, minds. Yes, no, right. no more, right. more yeah, about human us. nature absolutely, absolutely. right uh-huh. i don't
2: know all those hot journalists walking mm. <laughs>
0: So uh
2: let's let's talk
0: about uh let's talk about the, the Wall Street Journal. Or not the Washington, uh, Washington Post. Post. Speaking of I'm hot about. journalists. I'm so tired right now. <laughs> By the way, you guys have to understand, I slept like eleven hours last night and I'm still exhausted today. Yeah, we what, did a lot. Was, it's been a it's been we been did a it's, been day. A yeah, it's been a long day. It's, it's a been a lot. So let's talk about uh, the Washington Post on Twitch, because uh, this surprising was definitely surprising. Uh, before we sat down to record this week's show, which you can find over at CheckpointRadio.com. Uh, actually, you can't because I forgot to post it last night. Thanks for reminding me, guys. Um, welcome. But uh, you will be able well, to by fo- the time they listen to this. It will be, be available be over yes. at CheckpointRadio.com. Yes. Um, but. Uh, when we were sitting down getting ready to do pre-show this week for uh the radio show uh i had suggested hey let's just kind of check out see what's you know see who's on talk shows because i'd just like to know who we're competing who are we up against yeah. that's right and the number one channel at that time with uh, more than three thousand viewers was the washington post and which we went what what who wait, wait what and, and it was it, it, yes we were all shocked all surprised stop moving your damn microphone robbie it's, it's i'm it's on very like a, loud i'm on a i know but every surface. time you move it it's loud it's difficult but anyway it, it, either way so, yeah we yeah, were the very surprised by that uh, very surprised by the washington post being on twitch and just by looking at the chat room oh god you would have you would have thought that they were very unwelcome um but I think that this is a really big deal First of all I just want to talk about Washington Post presentation Because they f- have obviously Dedicated some resources to this Or they got an older studio And were able to rehab it Sure put thought into it though but, but yeah there was effort There was at least effort Right like they weren't just like I find a closet for someone To set up a webcam in Right Right, right. There's actual You know there's like a three shot You know what I mean Like camera positions change It's very impressive at the backdrop was pretty interesting. The backdrop was very cool because that kept changing, but it was, it was like, classic SNES and NES and Game Boy cartridges with, like, political... More like,
3: parody, well, titles parody titles on no, there. No, no, no. Uh,
2: they weren't parodies. Those no, were actual political... Posters. right
3: right no but but what i meant was is you can't find the clinton gore game oh no 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 no, 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 right. no, no they no, were no. set up to be like they were they like they were cartridges of political games yeah I, i'm aware that well no no robbie no no they were cartridges with the actual uh, uh, the actual
1: posters from those specific yes. campaigns right. on yeah, the cartridges. But what we're trying to suggest, Robbie, is that the Clinton-Gore game was a news article at one point. Okay, but it's not an actual cartridge you can pick up. That's what I'm saying. Who yeah.
3: said that they were? Nobody. I didn't say that anybody said they were. Anyway. This is st- anyway. anyway. So
0: you would kind of think to yourself, okay, so if the Washington Post is on is on Twitch. Oh God. What, what are they talking about? What kind about? of yeah, what kind of content are they talking about? Because you would think, you know, at least at least I think maybe the first and incorrect calculus that a company like that would do is, okay, we're on Twitch, so it has to be
1: gaming focused. Nope. No. Sure doesn't. Nope. Sure doesn't. And they didn't try to make it like it was. Uh, nope. No. They were, uh, on, they were in the talk show category, and they were there to talk about news. And basically... Not so just was, news. Hard news. Well, it, was, it was News a and politics. Yeah. It was hard news. It was it, delivering the current news and also taking questions... About, from from the, chat. the chat, from the chat, about what's it's, in the news. it's
2: absolutely brilliant to be honest with you. And, and, and let's let's just again preface it with this that the Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, and Amazon owns Twitch. Uh, Twitch. So there's a logical thread there from an yeah. organizational standpoint, but it's still a big risk for uh, the Washington Post to do something like this in terms of their brand. And you know, I, I just I want to ask you guys because. For me, I saw something like this as, as somebody with media training who went to school for that. I see this as absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I see it as something as a space that the New York Times has not gotten into. CNN, nor Fox, nor NBC, nor any of the big endemic news corporations have gotten into. In the Washington Post, the paper that brought down Nixon is somehow in this space before everyone and it doesn't feel it, out of place. Is it brilliant or is it survival? I don't think it's survival because WAPO is is very relevant now because of what's going on in Washington. Oh,
3: well, I mean, yes, it's brilliant. But I think what Joe's alluding to is obviously they need to capture. Uh, uh, every, everyone's looking to capture that young audience, right? Right. And putting yourself on Twitch is at least one way to pursue that. Well,
2: but I don't think this is necessarily about capturing that audience because that audience doesn't consume hard news like that. It never has, which is Here's why the, you want to try and capture. Well, them. and in and, and as as Nate said, you know, if you looked at the
3: chat, you know, half of the chat was like, "Why is this on Twitch? Why is this on Twitch?" But there also weren't three thousand
1: people that were saying that. There were a ton of people there that were consuming it. That's true. That's what you always have to remember too. If you're a viewer, is if there's three thousand people in the chat, two thousand seven hundred and fifty of them are being quiet <laughs> and not saying anything, and then the other two fifty at most are actually. Discussing or talking or trolling in the chat
0: Well because we've seen what channels With hundreds of thousands of viewers And thousands of chatters actually
1: looks like Horrifying You, can't, you can't read anything it's just you can't just read nothing. anything all you can see is memes flying by at the speed of light memes if you're lucky smiley.
0: if you're lucky because they go by so quickly
1: yeah. um, you know think about the chat room of of, of any OWL match oh, you know yeah. like you've just, got thousands of people chatting and
0: it's just, just like it there's off. no point mm-hmm. it there's absolutely anything. no point
1: point. and if you actually stop it to read you're just mad that you
0: did and and, and so that's the thing that actually did uh, impress me about the Washington Post on Twitch is that yes they had a healthy viewership they had a healthy chat room and there actually, to my surprise, there wasn't as much of the uh Trump tinfoil hat, the QAnon, the It was uh,
3: present, but it, it, wasn't there. The it was there. I'm not
0: saying it wasn't there. I'm ju- I'm yeah. just saying like
3: it wasn't overwhelming as you could as actually, I thought it was gonna be. You could actually follow along with the chat in some regards right and to that point as well they even had moderators that were engaging with the chat whether it was actually moderating actually discussing or even in some cases in in a very uh uh, sort of uh, uh they even engaged and sort of fought back against the trolls they pushed back in in a very uh uh Mature way Well because there's There's two ways
0: I, I You know uh, Especially if you're Going to try to troll Something like the Washington Post There's really two Tactics that you try to that you try to employ and that is to try to shout them down, shout them down yep. and tell them how stupid they are and deride them and the other thing is is to throw out false facts that you know are false in an attempt to get them to repeat it those seem to be the two tactics to try to troll news organizations and i know because i see them often enough mm-hmm. and and what was so fascinating about the chat room is the way you're right. The moderators would not just go after excessively negative or excessively racist comments, but the way that they would go and correct very misleading or or purposefully false information.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like having your uh, your fact check or your um, uh, what's the politifact. It's kind of like having yeah. your politifact right there for you. Yeah,
2: it was it was really intelligent, and, and you know part of I think that began to frustrate a lot of those trolls. Oh, it did. Because you, you got nothing when when
0: someone comes back at you from an opinion with fact and counters you. All you have to do is, oh, well, that's your opinion, which it's not. It's a fucking <laughs> fact. <laughs> but emails, but, but yeah, exactly. But her right, emails. right. It, it, and they couldn't continue to obfuscate the way that, uh, just as an example, Kelly, uh, Kellyanne Conway did when she appeared on. Uh, Chris oh, cool. Cuomo this yeah. week and and it actually I think in a lot of ways leads to a much more genuine discussion and it's a little bit more controlled because what has happened I think at least in American politics and in, and in American media is that the, no one knows what's trolling anymore right and mm-hmm. so too many people take someone who is trolling at face value and seriously enough to be able to move well, that it, forward. It, it, and that's how you have insane, insane facts that, that, well, that, that that's make their way. Out traditional
2: there. media has, has refused for so long to really get into these types of spaces in earnest. Yes. Or they, get into these kinds of conversations either. Yes, in, in earnest because they've been, they've had online presences for, you know, the past 20 years since, you know, the internet became ubiquitous, right? They've had Presences, you know, with chat rooms, and they've experimented with all this stuff. But you're right, they've had unwillingness to have these conversations in earnest. As a active participant, if they have comment sections, they just put them there at the bottom of the article, and they just, let them run wild. Yes, and, and they just just take
0: them. out all all of the swearing and racism, and and that has not been a good enough job.
2: That's that's if that I mean if you go yeah. if you go into Yahoo any comments. major, oh. not just Yahoo. If you go to any major publication oh. in America right now, go to their website and go into the comments. Those are unmoderated. Those yeah. are not filtered by anyone. But Yahoo is a special
1: kind of it is. It it is. is. It's It's a a
2: special kind of trash, but. It, when you, when you have somebody like the, the, a publication like the Washington Post that has entered itself into this sphere and also shown a willingness to be able to corral that type of rhetoric, it's something that we haven't seen from traditional media. And it's part of how, Joe, back to what you were saying, it's part of how traditional media survives because there's no way in the post, whatever, post Trump, post birther, post whatever you want to call it era, that you can't have arbiters of information we're gonna have to have publications and arbiters that are saying this is not fact and therefore we will not
1: discuss it right because that's, that's like the thing like it's, for so long now it's just become acceptable to say alright one person says stuff that is like provable facts and then someone says things that are not okay but we have to look at everyone's point of view no 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 that's the point of facts right that's we what we, can don't hook at. Do that. <laughs> we don't have to do. That we don't
2: have to do that. In 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 specifically in places like Twitch, specifically in these online spaces, streaming YouTube and places like that, we don't have those sort of bodies, and that's how information has been allowed to run rampant in the first place for the past decade and a half. Because when you had TV and print media, that was the filter. Oh you boy. Had, you know you 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 had yeah or radio you yeah had yeah. editors and you had reporters and you had people who spent their lives understanding how to sift through information and think critically and you didn't have that in the internet
0: however why did they start doing that Why did journalists actually start hunting for the truth? Because there was a time in this country where muckraker journalism was very prominent and you had newspapers out there acting as partisan rags. And mm-hmm. and and it still happens today. But what was the thing? What was the thing that got them to to walk that back and to think? Oh well, maybe this isn't the greatest idea. It was being held to a standard. public
1: standard. I was about to say, uh, someone eventually discovered that if we write a very truthful, hard hitting story, that will be profitable. Well,
0: no, people forget.
1: People forget um
0: that you know the FCC had to make laws mm-hmm. about equal time right if you give one candidate time on your television network you you've got to give the, the exact same amount of time to the uh to the other side as well correct and that does that that rule is I don't i think that rule is still technically in effect for over-the-air broadcasting it is not in effect for the way that most people get their news these days which is the internet and cable television so there the the entire idea that media is supposed to be or has to be objective is really a fallacy you know we expect that i think from news sources but we don't expect it from entertainment sources clearly and and part of the problem is is that i think our ability as 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 a populace our ability to be able to discern fact from fiction has been massively
1: impaired well and the other thing too is our ability to choose what it is that we want to listen to we we like because you talk about you know If, like, say, someone had to give equal time to both candidates. Well, in the modern era, people are going to tune in for the information about their candidate and then just leave. Yeah. Like, you can't there's no way to arbitrate that in the internet well, yeah but
2: the but the thing is is that there is a way to arbitrate it in the internet and that's has to be it has to be a self-governance and it has to be what the watch that, that Post, will never work it will, ne- it it will never never work. work it will probably never work but that's the only way that it could at least begin to mitigate some of the issues and that's what I'm saying what the Washington Post is doing by being on Twitch and at least trying and that's the thing is that if you show people that we are trying if you show people that hey if you come into our our chat and you spew a bunch of bullshit nonsense. We're, gonna we're not going to stand for it. Yeah. We we're show gonna, you the door. And not no, we're not just going to show you the door and time you are. We're going to challenge you on it. And we're going to fucking embarrass you. Yeah, and that's the difference is that people have had an unwillingness to confront these people because they're afraid of them. Yeah, they're afraid that they're going to be a part of a backlash. We saw that when it came down to the Guild War story when we were talking about Arena Well, and are afraid so right. of these people. Well, they're afraid. And when you have a public That has 80, 100, 120 years behind you, they don't fear any of these people. And that's who needs to be in the space and says, you know what, we got the big balls. And if you want to come at us, you can try.
0: I think that's a really good point, Norris, that, you know, people, when they hear all of this repeated rhetoric about fake news, fake news, fake news, that, you know, an, an organization like CNN is holding its journalists to standards. And those that don't meet them We'll get the door and that's Not the same on the internet Right no. the bottom line is How many clicks can you generate because How much revenue is that going to make me Those are the only two things that people Fucking care about well, or, the, or, or at least Your your bosses are going to care About if you work in any of well, these one organizations the other
3: Problems too is that when it comes in you, know, you you talk about How you know the the ideal would be that we start To 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 govern ourselves or self Governance but even on the internet even If you do challenge someone all they Have to do is stop consuming you and go find what supports their own rhetoric that's true but it, that's but the, here's what
1: we are starting to see there is a growing like not i don't want to say underbelly it's not undercurrent rather of people who are sick of that bullshit yeah of people who are I'd sick agree. and that, that's on both sides by the way yeah. uh, like i'm sick of going on to facebook seeing an article where i'm like hey that's in support of what i happen to believe in and then immediately having to go like but it's probably some bullshit yeah like i like there's a growing well, it, it, desire for a a, a true Nonpartisan news. So what's,
0: I mean, like, how do you actually get there though without without putting in some GW style MGS two <laughs> AI that that has an ability I, I think. to weed out and and the thing is you know and 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 even if we do move towards that and this is something that you know Metal Gear Solid two and Hideo Kojima actually weren't warned about is that if you go that direction to be able to call the bullshit then. How, how do you ensure that it doesn't go to the other side of the fence where it's not just calling bullshit, but it's also calling because, inconvenient
1: facts? Because that's the problem, right? Because at the end of the day, if we're going to go that route, someone's dying apparently outside. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh,
0: if we're going to go this, that this route... Is, this is the fun of doing a podcast in anywhere but the studio because it's yeah. like, we just can't control any of this stuff. Well, we get that same sound in our studio, to be fair. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's true. It's just a little bit more muffled. That's a little, true. A
1: little closer. But the, the issue is because... It, it, if you go to any kind of system like that, eventually someone has to be the one who decides not just, uh, you know, if something is legitimate or not, you know, you may have facts that support it one way or another. Right. But you also have to make the decision of what is the bigger, more important story. If you're talking about like like news, right? Right. I have two stories that would be, you know, on either sides of the partisan line. Okay. Someone has to make the call on which one's the bigger Story and yeah. that's where bias once Again creeps up and I don't know how you would ever balance That it's 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 One of the most challenging aspects In
0: all of journalism Because we have No matter what no matter What we as people Have a bias everyone Does everyone has a bias. no one yeah, totally. is Unbiased no one is completely objective All the time the theory Here is that you have enough Steps in the process that someone can challenge bullshit when they see it.
1: Yeah, I think that what we have to I guess realize is that like there's no perfect solution that's going to appear to fix all this, but there has got to be something better than there's what we have something. now. There's got to be something. But yeah. but, the,
2: but the but the thing is and and I want us to to just always be mindful of this context, right? Because the reason we're having this conversation is because the Washington Post decided to do this on Twitch, right? Correct, yes. And I I I want to highlight the fact that You know, not only do I think that that's part of the solution, but there's a larger thing at play here when it comes to, you know, making a play for the hearts and minds of the people who are going to be creating content in the future Mm. and not necessarily and not necessarily winning demos because everybody boils everything down to winning demos. No, There are certain things that are and should be done. Because they should be done. And I think this was part of it. Yeah, by proxy, it may be winning them a demo, the Washington Post. But by having that presence, by having that name, the Washington Post, and for any kid coming up, because I have a kid in the program that I you know run right now who wants to be a journalist, sure. who I told him, your job is going to be infinitely harder than mine was learning how to become a journalist. Absolutely. But By having something like the Washington Post on Twitch, on a platform that he trusts, because that's the thing. It all boils down to trust. And by having something like this on Twitch, where people spend hours and hours upon hours on, all it takes is for somebody to take a 20 minute break, see what's on the Washington Post when they go live for their their Twitch stream and then go back to doing what they were doing even if that's all that people do that represents more you know refined news that most people get in an entire week right and I, you know and i'm
0: sure I, i've i've almost been waiting for someone in our chat room to bring up this point well the uh, Walt, uh, the uh, the Washington Post is a liberal reg, so of course you guys are going to like the fact that it's on Twitch which first of all don't don't judge my politics. This is not a partisan thing. It's, it's not the po- Wall Street Journal not.
2: did it, which is which is a, 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 a center a center right publication. Which I keep trying to say that they are. I don't know
0: why. No, they are. Which if the Wall <laughs> No no no. I keep trying to claim that it's it's the Wall Street Journal, not the Washington Post, Post that keeps streaming it live wow. on Twitch. So maybe 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a prophet right now, and maybe that's what's going to happen in like but, but
2: if a couple it was the Wall Street Journal, I would be saying the exact same thing. Totally. Right. uh, Publications are run by people. People have biases and agendas. Fine. We understand that. But even if this was the Wall Street Journal, I know that there's enough buffer in that publication to know that what I'm getting is at least a lot closer to the truth than many other publications. So, a
1: thought just did run through my head by that because, obviously, Washington Post will not be the only ones to do this. Yep. Can we talk about... What the Twitch chat for the Fox News one's going to look like? Because it's mean, coming. Can you imagine? It, it, <laughs> it, 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 it. Here's it. well, yeah, we we can we can we can d-
0: game that out in just can a we, second. Can we
1: speculate that.
0: But how terrifying would it be to have you know the Alex Jones Twitch channel?
1: Cause, Cause I'm I can't he, believe that. I'm surprised exist,
3: he didn't have definitely. actually. You know, I, he, after he, being kicked off of what all of those other belts? platforms,
0: he's he's on Pornhub. So it's like no, yeah, he had his he had what? his he had his videos banned on Pornhub.
2: Yeah, How, I'm surprised he's not on Twitch. I'm surprised. I nobody actually am surprised, in yeah. His team has said, you know, you can go to Twitch or Mixer or whatever yeah,
0: and what, have a show. On,
3: what, what does it say that they decided let's try Pornhub before someone said, well, let's I'm
0: sure Twitch. I'm sure it was just someone uploading shit to Pornhub. I mean, I you think, know, Overwatch still? League videos are up on Pornhub for some reason.
2: I'm sure that OWL isn't uploading them. They're
0: like, yeah, we'll get five
2: so hits we, out of it. We, we have uh, Morris Miner in the chat who says Alex Jones. Is satire here's the problem the vast majority of people who listen to Alex Jones, don't
0: they don't know
1: realize that. that. Yeah. And here's the problem: uh, Breitbart's got a front row seat at the fucking White House press conferences now. Yeah, like, yeah. listen, I, I'm all for satire, but you'll notice the Onion's not there, right? Limit Break Radio. I wish.
0: Listen, Limit Break Radio is satire as well, right? But people still get really upset at me when I come out and I say Square Enix is ruining their game, Final Fantasy 14 is a steaming pile of crap, and it's going free to play, and it's going and it's going to go free to play. people. Get really fucking mad at me and they take it seriously. Now, I don't make any of those decisions. I don't have an inroad with any of the people who make those decisions. That's my opinion. A lot of time it's parody. A lot of time it's put out there to make people like their hair on fire because that's what they do when they hear something they don't agree with. Alex Jones has taken it to a different level where it's now dangerous. It's actively dangerous. I'm just And, it's, and think- it's putting people and their lives in danger there are people who are harassed so bad there was one poor guy who lost his kid in the sandy hook tragedy who has had to move and I, I and i i swear i i read this this last week he's had to move something like 7 times cuz he keeps getting harassed by alex jones fans you can't what tell me that that hell? is just satire. parody at that point yeah. it's just satire it's not it is moved beyond the point of satire now there's an agenda that is why, now there's lies and that is
2: why it's important that you have arbiters of information and again we can we can we can begin to sift through and talk about who that responsibility should fall to and all that, that's a different conversation. But when it comes down to it is that Twitch is a platform that is very powerful and will be very powerful for the foreseeable future. And the same really for Mixer, the same for streaming as a concept because how many times have we all have conversations and said, you know what? Streaming is going to be the future of media. It's going to be the future of news. And when you see these type of moves being made, there have to be people in place that say we will stand for the truth yeah. at least at the very least the closest thing to the truth that we can get to and if if we if we fall back and just say things like Alex Jones are satire and that the things that Logan Paul have done were oh it's just entertainment or the things that you know a lot of these other online personalities do or game companies do it's just par for the course right we can't do that anymore
1: but and if we get there though the other side of this is you're gonna have to see a degree of freedom and censorship you know balancing in, on freedom the internet in that, censorship freedom yes censorship yeah, you're right that we've never seen on the internet before, wow you're and you, we've all gone very against did you join the rts stable
0: or RTC stable rather Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I smell almonds (laughs) but but that's the thing though is that you know I, I I do agree that there probably at some point should be an arbiter because people need to be held to some kind of standard we can't all go out and do our own version of Andy Kaufman and go get it if you get it fuck you if you don't like there's you 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 can't do that that's Irresponsible because at some point, if you don't say, Hey, this is a joke, somebody's gonna get hurt. Annie Kaufman actually had some very real consequences go down throughout his whole career because he just did a joke. And the thing is, is that he accepted a lot of those consequences. He knew at the time what he was doing was going to be seen or perceived in a certain way, and when it got that kind of reaction, he went cool and then I he got a, elected president right a question. well yeah, yeah if you believe conspiracy the room, theories though. but well, well wait a, hang yeah. on he got banned from snl he did and said okay bye he didn't sit around and fucking moan Wine and piss and his pants he it. knew what he was doing when he started the fight in the scene and he knew that he would never be asked back and he never was but
2: here's a question i posed to the room because we're talking about washington post being on twitch that
0: Stop gives, trying to bring it back to the point. No, North. because that is the point.
2: <laughs> the, what I'm saying is that puts Twitch is a platform. Yes, originally made for gamers. That's putting gamers and what they talk about and what they believe in a very interesting spot. A spot that we've really never been in before. As you know, people at the vanguard of not just tech but also information. How does the gaming community, which is the larger community here that we're talking about? How could and should the gaming community respond to these types of things? What do you
3: think will be, you know, the future of stuff like this? I'm, because this is this is really the bigger question. I'm glad that you phrased it with what could they do and what should they do. Because what should happen is going to be completely different from what I think will happen, especially with other companies like Steam TV and Mixer coming on the scene. I do think that Twitch is going to be a huge deal. I mean, they, they want to rival YouTube. In, yeah, they want they
0: want to be much bigger than and, than Mixer and and right, Steam right. TV. Yeah. And, and
3: I think they're going to get there. What I think is going to happen with the gamer community specifically, I think that in most cases, in in most cases, let's say five ten years from now, Twitch.tv isn't going to be the place to go if you're serious about. Streaming your games Sure It's going to be something Like Steam TV Or maybe Mixer And Twitch will transcend To a different level The, I, media, I, the media The media level Yeah
0: it, it, It's possible That it could go there But I, I do see Twitch As making a Wow my, my chair Just shifted underneath me But I, I do see them Right now And you can see This process That they're doing They're changing Their marketing tactic From, yeah. from We're the place To stream games To being A overall Young A youth Lifestyle brand absolutely they are a Youth lifestyle brand because You they're now have y- you now Have people who If they want to can go to Twitch to have almost all of Their entertainment needs oh, yeah. Met I- right rail streams iron I- Streams yes gaming streams, yes Sports streams gambling streams. Not just that but you've got you've got properties Like Red Bull TV yep. you've Got stuff like riff tracks You know they're all putting out
3: their Highly unique non game Content. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Uh there's the the, the bounty hunters. The How po- is that any different from live PD that we were watching? It isn't.
0: They just announced they just announced uh I think this past week that they're going to air every episode of Pokemon and all the movies. <gasps> there we yep. go. I did but
1: read that. Yep. Twitch and YouTube They did it are... with
2: Doctor Who as well.
1: Yep. yep. Sure did. Twitch and YouTube, and maybe more so Twitch now than YouTube even is really set itself up to just be an alternative to cable at some point. Yeah. And that's what they seem to be going for. Uh and so maybe you look at something like Steam TV coming onto the gaming scene and you say maybe that's what they'll be. Maybe there is room for both. Because Twitch wants to be more. If
3: someone else with the capability and the money, Steam comes out and says, "All right, well since you're no longer just for gamers, we are" Someone could come out of nowhere and and fulfill that, just like Twitch originally did. But at the same time, by Twitch
2: having such a large head start, I mean, do you see that pivot happening... You know, so strongly because they're still going to allow that content to be made and they're still probably going to be the best at it. So (sighs) how do you how do you really see that pivot happening, considering really some of their biggest channels and some of their most profitable channels and channels that people are coming to Twitch for are still the
3: gaming stream? I don't think that anyone who's already ingrained there needs to make the move. Ninja doesn't have to worry about it. Choco Taco, Shroud, Dr. Disrespect, they're fine. But if you want to break into the scene, do you go with something new like Steam TV that could potentially be making headlines, or do you try and wade through something that's already convoluted and filled up, and now you also have to worry about competing with people who aren't even, who aren't even gaming? Because that's where the audience is? Yeah, you know what? I think we all said the exact same thing about Mixer, but there's a certain type of... Person that or, or a certain type Of culture gaming culture that Exists on Twitch that a lot of people Said no I don't want anything to do with that And they go and to, mix and they go to Mixer right. And they
1: have a very strong and loyal Follower right, the, well that's just the thing at the end of the day It's folly to think that there aren't going to be new stars And new audiences on oh, new totally. platforms like, well, It's going to and, happen and,
0: and, and I mean let's not forget We're talking about Twitch possibly Becoming the new YouTube but how Much has YouTube Suffered in the last yeah. you know Couple of months you know what I mean mm-hmm. like they're in a very difficult
1: position right now, and they've been there for a while. I, yes, yeah. YouTube is truly almost at the point of like we need to like, like you're almost at the tear it down and try something different state, like not not to say like we need to go away from having videos on. No, no, thing, no, no. But, uh, but, but the way all they advertise the... and do all that. Modeling, no, totally. The YouTube, they need to YouTube tear it down to start. YouTube over.
2: red
0: yeah. the, uh, no, 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 no. You know their premium subscription. Here's what YouTube will all be. of it.
2: Yeah. YouTube will be the repository of the internet. It will be. It will be the living where archive. Where you, yeah, it's the, where you go. go. It will be I the like living that. archive of the internet. It will yeah. become the, yeah. li- the library, essentially. And what are libraries now? They're boring places that nobody want to go to and <laughs> spend money on actually becoming a member of. And that's pretty much what YouTube is right that's, now.
1: That's true. I, I, so it's a, it's a weird place but, that I don't want to go whenever but, I don't have to. But. If
2: somebody came into your town and burned down all the libraries,
1: you'd be furious. Yeah, I'd be pissed. That's true. Yeah.
2: So it will always exist. Just like if that's what happens to Twitch, it will always exist. Here's here's the bigger thing, and I want to talk. The reason why I'm bringing it back is because gamers are such a vocal. You know, cohort. And the, when I saw in that chat about people talking about why is the news on Twitch? This is supposed to be for games. Yeah. This is supposed to be for gamers. I really want the gaming community to get away from that because just like, as we said before, talking about gaming becoming a part of the mainstream mm-hmm. and, and celebrities and your politicians are going to be gamers these are things that are going to be so intrinsic to the lives of everyone that you know and see just like politics are they're all going to become inextricably linked so i want gamers to understand that There's no way for us to continue forward without this sort of clashing happen.
0: Well, I've got good news for you, Norris. It's not up to the gamers, actually.
2: It's up to Twitch. And I think Twitch
0: realizes that. Yeah, I think Twitch knows that. I think Twitch has recognized the fact that they've outgrown the gamer streaming brand that they've set themselves up as. And now that they're able to, you know, to, to, you know, uh have a variety of content that lives on the uh, on the platform in total comfort by the way um i, I think that that you're right that, that twitch is going to become far more generalized moving forward and is going to become far less centralized mm-hmm. on gaming and it's going to become uh a, a brand for young people or in fact when when Twitch's demographic starts aging. I think that that's going to be the real interesting thing to watch is whether or not Twitch grows with them. Well, I
3: also think you can rest easy, Norris, because I think that that the, the type of people that you were talking about, those are the type of people that still think that identifying as a gamer is something that's unique and don't realize that as we all get older. Everyone games. Yo, Everyone's a gamer, right? Uh, and, and 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 as more and more people start to come to realize that the Washington Post is on Twitch, or, or, or as more organizations get on Twitch like that, I think that, that just in general, that yes, people are going to be more accepting of it. Because when IRL stream first hit, yeah. people did the exact thing. They same were like, thing. this doesn't belong on Twitch. I don't Twitch. want blogging in my game. And now look how big... And, and we got Morris minor again
2: in the chat. It says, uh, I think a lot of gamers don't like politics forced into their hobby. Uh, sorry, bro. Politics is forced into everything. Yeah, politics it's is, life, is it's, life, yo. yeah, it's look, your life.
0: Life is politics. Uh, games imitate life. So politics are going to naturally okay, be a part of games. Whether, well, it's, are, whether, whether it's a part of the narrative or whether it's a part of the reaction. Well, we there we go. Remember, is, act- this
3: is a vocal minority.
0: Not just that. Not just that. But, I mean, no, so I much... So much of the content inside of games is governed by politics I don't and see, politicians.
2: Listen, I don't see how anybody who plays video games seriously and would consider themselves a gamer, right, could play something like Metal Gear Solid, could play something Absolutely. like Deus Ex, could play two, uh, uh, Detroit Become Human... Any of those games, pretty much any game with a sweeping narrative and not extract a political message from it. As a matter of fact, Metal Gear slaps you across the head with political (laughs) messages every 20 minutes. Morris, Morris, let
0: me ask you a question. Do you think people in Australia have that same type of view I don't want politics in my games they don't want politics to impact the types of games that they can play that's the type of politics that probably should stay out of gaming yeah. but politics being a, a, a part of the narrative I'm sorry without that you wouldn't have had Call of Duty Modern Warfare oh you you wouldn't have had any of the Metal Gear Solid games you wouldn't have had um uh like I said, any, Deus Ex game. any Deus Ex game you wouldn't have um Trying to think, the line Spec Ops, the line. I mean, come on! You cannot sit here and say, "Well, I just don't want politics in my video games." Here's an answer for you: Don't play political video games. You have tons of choice on whatever games you want to play. Go play Asteroids. Go play I don't Mario Party. uh, What's the What's the Dong Wars game where you can shoot penises at each other? go play. Go whatever. Who gives a shit? Go play that stuff if you don't want politics in your fucking video games. But me, I want to narrow that's going to speak to me on multiple levels. And there, you know what? You have a really hard time being able to speak to people's truths and current truths that they're living right now if
3: you're not getting politics involved. You know, even Pong was a battle between the left and right.
0: <laughs> oh my I God. fucking hate you so much for that. I want to eat dinner. I'm hungry. And we've burned 51 minutes uh, so far nice. on this podcast. Do we, do, do, can we get it Across the line To, to one hour well, We gotta yes. wrap Recap the show No we're not doing are not We do, not. Oh, oh, we do. Oh, Okay, But
2: you know he's, he's, he's saying that Politics and gaming are, are his hobbies He's happy with that So he, he's cool With that convergence But The people you, who say That type of stuff
3: No no honestly, no But he's, he's playing Why devil's, are they even In the co- No, no I do devil's I understand that he's, he, that he's playing Devil's advocate But to the people Who would make Those types of claims I don't even want you In on the conversation here Because you have Nothing to add to it You're not gonna better the situation the conversation whatever it is that we're having you're not doing anything by willful avoidance yeah. yeah and
2: that's the and that's the thing is that you know w- w- everything that we've talked about comes under this willful giant avoidance i like yeah that. comes under this giant umbrella of you know people not willing to confront truths and i'm saying truths because there's no absolutes in that right, right. it's an unwillingness of just western culture to confront some of these truths and gaming has always been a vessel for people to confront some of those truths absolutely think about them not just gaming media yeah media but i I think gaming in the past 25 years specifically
1: uh, has been a great
2: vessel for that
1: right now the reason we see some of that pushback of things like i don't want gaming in my politics is because Politics is just a 24-7 barrage, 365 days a year. From the minute you wake up, no matter what website you go on, no matter what's on on the radio, you're hearing political stuff all day every day Mm, you can avoid it if you want you
2: can avoid it
0: because i i go days without without checking in on the news and then when i do i get overwhelmed by by (laughs) especially right now in 2018 i just i get overwhelmed but you can
2: escape it but here's the thing absolutely Can, can you really though because i feel like again and maybe this is just me because i'm weird and in my head a lot of the times, like. I could go and play FIFA. There's nothing inherently sure. political about FIFA, but then I fuck around and I go to a Europa League match and I got to play a team from Greece. And then I think about everything happening in Greece. Mm. Or I play a team in Spain and I think about all the stuff happening in Spain. And then I start thinking about geopolitical ramifications of what yeah, Norse, does. Yeah, Norris, you're weird. Yes, I will be weird. <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that in a roundabout way, there really kind of is no way to escape it it's just a matter of being able to turn your own brain off
1: right but it's like it's a great story that i was seeing uh the other day talking about where we are politically right now in 2018 is that in august august is supposed to be the slow stupid month for politics yeah where nothing happens it's not slow it's just intensely stupid (laughs) well and people and they're off Exactly, yeah. like you, summer break. Uh, Congress yeah. is usually in no, recess. No, that's August was pretty no, spicy. No, that's what I mean, though. In this particular, and gee twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, what a shock! Uh, it's a twenty four seven cycle of just constant things changing and evolving in politics. Yeah. To where pe- I get why people are like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to think about it. To anymore. me, it's I don't like the to care. me it's
2: like the people who say I don't want politics in my sports, and yet we play the national anthem before everything. Yeah. thank you is one of those type of things right if you 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 don't want politics in your games how about you just go think about how much your internet's being throttled and then look at who's your congressman yeah oh or oh, or
0: God. uh think about uh, the firefighters who had Verizon come and throttle their service not, right
3: not by accident by the way
0: not by accident on purpose and then when called on it
2: Verizon doubled down guess what yep. you can't answer that question or fix it without
3: Politics. We can't unthrottle your internet unless you pay us more money. That's We're fighting right. fires while you have to talk again, to our billing department. Again,
2: something that would immediately affect gamers quite a bit. Can't fix it without politics. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the thing, man. I, I want people to be able to have their escapes i want people to be able to turn their brains off and relax i get it i also want, I want but i also want an educated voting public too whatever uh, listen whatever values you come away
0: with uh you know after playing x game that's fine I don't really care what they are right you everyone reads a story and nine times out of ten you know you'll walk away with maybe you know yeah you got the basics of the plot right. but everyone takes away some sort of emotion. You know some some different emotional uh, uh, takeaway from Unless something it's like Bubsy. that.
2: Well, no, that emotion would just be terrible. Frustration, Frustration and anger. And sadness. But, but the thing is, though, is I that I thought Bubsy was very pro-communist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that, you know, I want a a, a video game culture. I want a, 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 a overall culture where ideas are able to be expressed and talked about, not shouted down or not, you know, like that. Uh, and, and Norris, I know exactly what you're talking about in, in the first Metal Gear Solid game mm-hmm. where you go from the game and Suddenly you're watching old film reels of nuclear explosions and you're getting an info dump on what the America, uh, what uh, the United States government has done with nuclear materials for the better part of 20 years. And you go, why should I care about this? but it's relevant to the story and then you go oh wait all of that was that was accurate that 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 happened that was real shit and you go okay all right well and now i've learned something and whether or not that matters to you that's up to you but to say ah hideo kojima you're not allowed to say that you're not you're not allowed to make that that's a political statement
2: not just that if that's your opinion oh that's even worse if that's Hideo Kojima's opinion... That's even worse. Sure.
1: It's not an opinion. That's what happened. Yeah, That's, that's what why I'm able to show a video of it in my video game. <laughs> that, that's what
2: happened. That's not an opinion. Well, there's video that's of the landing. Fact. The Manhattan Project happened.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, our a right. board game based off it, so it had to have happened. Obviously, because of
0: board game. Man. So, if we're on to board games, I think we've kind of petered out. Oh, <laughs> yes. is that where we're at? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, I think so with that said, out.
2: thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. Uh... Yeah.
0: A little bit of a different podcast. I know we didn't do the radio review. It's okay. You can go check out that show right now. Some people didn't
2: like it anyway. okay. Everyone tells us they
0: hate it anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Kevin hates it. Anyway, uh, but uh, thank you guys for checking out the Checkpoint Radio podcast.
2: Oh, Toffee44 just subscribed. Yeah. That's
0: what's up. Thank you. Um, Enjoy your ad-free viewing while you still have it. That's right. For not very long. Ballin'. Ballin'. Um, Anyway, also, uh, uh, thank you guys for all of your kind reviews on... On, uh, on iTunes I haven't checked on what our current count is yet but we're creeping ever closer to one excuse me 100 uh, reviews Ooh, so that uh, come up. Joe can do his uh, special buzz, Bubsy cosplay
1: I like Busby,
2: Busby. No, make the buzz. I can't make the Bubsy cosplay happen it Make happen. it happen. No, it's it's going to happen. happen. It's going it to happen. happen. Uh, leave us
0: a rating and a review over at iTunes. Let us know how you're liking the show. And uh, yeah, uh, CheckpointRadio.com for all things Checkpoint. Uh, before we get out of here, real quick, I just got to thank uh, Psyonix and uh, and NBC for having us face Definitely. it as well. Um, they were so, so kind in working with us out here at the uh, the uh, Rocket League Universal Open. And they've treated us so nice. They did. Oh, and, so good. <clears throat> Let me just say I, I, I really did uh, Have a lot of fun And for someone Who And, and I'm, I'm sure That maybe Is a curmudgeon well, uh, <laughs> But I'm sure I'm sure that someone in, At Psionics may hear this And they, they may feel A little bit bad But coming into this As someone who struggled To be able to get Into Rocket League Watching the qualifiers um, I'm into it I'm I yeah, I, I, actually, I'm I really enjoy the game And uh, I had bought it On my PS4 Played it like twice Before coming out here But I, I'm, I'm actually Really excited And looking forward To to go back home and actually play in a little bit of Rocket League. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us here at uh, the Checkpoint Radio podcast. That's going to be at CheckpointRadio.com. For the Checkpoint Radio crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. My name's Nate Bender. We'll see you in a week. You've been listening to the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to checkpointradio.com. <laughs>